Let's go, let's go, let's go. Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. I'm your host, Steve Kramer, the Coach's Edge, alongside Coach's Edge contributor, Coach Anthony Troshak, Charlevoix basketball coach. What's happening? How much, Coach? Uh, definitely excited about the topic we're uh, going to talk about. It's something that um, I'm passionate about, and it's something that I look forward to every year, and that's uh, summer basketball camp, uh, the specifically youth basketball camp. Specifically, youth basketball camp. Specifically, youth basketball camp. You've been a coach for a long time, and so I want to pick your brain on some of the bare essentials when it comes to running a solid youth basketball camp from the instruction side, and also from some of the logistics and just making sure you pull off a nice camp as a as a program. I had the chance to be kind of brought in for for you uh, a couple times throughout the course of the summer, which was great. And in this episode, really talking about. You know, if you have maybe first grade through eighth grade, assuming your ninth graders are, you know, part of your open gyms and some team camps and shootouts of, you know, what does that look like? You know, do you run it all at once? How many hours? How many days? Do you break it down into time slots? And then obviously, what are some of the things that you hope to cover from a skill standpoint, from a teaching standpoint at some of those camps? So I'll throw it over to you, Coach Stro. Where do you, where do you want to start with this? How do you want to attack it? Um, I'll just share a couple uh, things that I think are essential for a successful uh, youth basketball program. And then I'm just throw it right back to you. Uh, you need to give me feedback um, or anything that, you know, it might correlate to that you've done before, or I'm always looking to get better. So if you have any ways to tweak what I've done, um, I'm all ears. Um, but I think first and foremost, you got, it's got to be fun. I mean, you have to have fun. You have to have joy. And you have to bring it every single day. It's almost like as a coach and whoever's helping you, you're like a performer on stage because these these uh, youngsters walk through those doors and they're full of energy and they're full of life. And you got to match that and you got to bring that. And um, a lot of times they fill up, you know, my cup. When I see them walking through, I just get more amped and ready to go. So I kind of already alluded to it, but fun. And then you got to have good support. So what I used to do is I'd, you know, pick high school players and then I'd talk to teachers, um, any of them that wanted to help volunteer. My wife used to help out um, before we had children, uh, the junior high coach. And even if I would say, hey, even if you could be there a couple of days, Monday, Tuesday, or if you can be there in the morning session or whatever you can do. And I found that like the big thing is the high school players like love it. And it's a great time to be with them in a different type of environment. Um, and they also, they're, they're teaching and they're coaching. So it's just going to enforce um, those concepts of whatever they're doing. And now they're going to take ownership of it. And that's a way to develop leadership. That's also a way to develop relationships with those players. Um, but yeah, great support and have fun would be my, my top two, because if, you, if you're missing one or both of those, it's, it's going to be an unsuccessful camp. So um, what about you? What would be maybe the top two or three essentials for a youth basketball camp? So you said fun first. That was also the first thing that I had written down for a youth basketball camp. I put down three things as far as what needs to take place during the camp. One, as you mentioned, fun. You got to bring it. You have to have great energy. You need to be playing some music during the camp, right? If you need to have a, a, a few seconds where, hey, you're just doing, you know, the the soldier boy or whatever it is, that that's fine. So I'm showing my age a little bit there. Um, there's uh, actually, I'm way older than that song even came out, but, um, something like that, that's fine. 
make sure they're having fun. Number two, competition. I think that, you know, we, we're in this strange world right now where it's like, it seems like we're in almost like too much competing. Like, you know, my, my team got, woohoo, my team won the third grade, you know, whatever youth basketball league, it's like, come on, we're just trying to get better here. Right. And then there's the other side of, you know, Hey, everybody gets a trophy regardless of like, you didn't try, you barely showed up. Hey, here's your trophy. And really we should, we don't want to be on either one of those sides of the spectrum, but we absolutely need to teach competition, playing hard, working hard. And so competition needs to be uh, a big piece of our basketball camps. And then the third one is the learning, the teaching of the game. Those kids need to have a better understanding of the game of basketball when they leave camp than when they walked in. So if we're having fun, if we're competing, playing games, that could, that doesn't have to be five on five. That doesn't even have to be three on three. That could be a shooting competition. That could be a ball handling competition. That could be a relay race. There's so many different things that we could do. We play a push-up game that's a competition at a lot of our camps. A lot of different ways that we try to sprinkle in competition throughout the course of a basketball camp. And then, of course, they need to know more about the game when they leave. You, I love that you mentioned the, the support, the high school coaches. I think that's great for us to get our high school players back in because it gives them an opportunity to be in your shoes a little bit and understand that, I mean, there, there's times where I've had high school players come up to me and they're like, man, that was tough. I was like, yeah, it's hard to be a coach, right? If you get, you know, you got to get everybody organized. You got to give players tidbits on how they can get better at the same time. You don't want to overload them. So they don't know what the heck it is going on. You have to communicate very clearly, very efficiently, because otherwise they're going to start looking at the color of the paint on the wall instead of paying attention to you. So you got to keep it popping. Right. And so all those things are a lot of fun and very important when it comes to running a youth basketball camp. Yeah. And as you were talking, um, I was writing down some notes about things that, you know, fun, one competition is fun. So I would yes. include that in there that, you know, as part of fun, that, that that's the competing and making it fun and talking about growth too. And they're, they're competing against each other, but they're also competing against themselves and giving them things that they can do the rest of the summer. Um, whether it is some drill where they have to keep track of the score, man, kids love that. If you can get a kid to go home in their basement, in their driveway, oh, Coach Kramer did this ball handling drill, this shooting drill, I'm trying to beat my score. Uh, that's competition. It's against themselves. They're improving and it's fun. Um, other things that are kind of off the wall that we did for fun. You mentioned music. We once, one time we just stopped camping and had a dance off. I was like, all right, let's go. Who are the best dancers? And we had some kids like bust out some crazy moves in like fourth, third grade. So it was just a blast. Um, the, the, the coach or the camps that I've coached, we've adjusted the hoops. So still talking about fun. Um, and at the end of the week, because the high school players are like always dunking, you know, it's like I can finally dunk. We're playing on eight foot hoops. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna have a dunk contest at the end of the week for the for the counselors because they're working hard. Uh, you want to reward them. You want to have fun with them too. So those are just a couple of things that um, I thought of when you were mentioning fun that I had failed to mention before. Um, and yeah, as as you kind of talk about, there's three types of players in in your in a program. There's the the current players, the former players, and the future players. And when you can get those aligned and helping each other out, that's um, a recipe for a strong program. 
Uh, so the next kind of thing that you um, alluded to a little, but I think age and stage appropriate. So you have to do some research. You have to know what is going to uh, best fit the players, uh, the ages you're at, and the stages they're at. And how can you adjust those or load those um, to make them both uh, challenging, um, but also uh, things that players can accomplish. So that is, you know, asking somebody like yourself, um, you know, you have plenty of drills and you have plenty of resources to provide coaches um, if they want to do a, you know, youth basketball camp, which I believe you almost, don't you have like a whole package kind of a whole presentation on just youth basketball? Is it camp or is it like youth basketball in general? Uh, so our coaches edge members that are listening, you can go, yeah, you can go into the program development section and there's a presentation that I did on your youth basketball camp. And to be honest, coach, Tro, it, 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 it's basically a, a youth program guide if you were to do it in a few days, right? Because basically if you were just to expand that, those are the same things that you'd be wanting to work on throughout the course of the year with your winter basketball league and, and things of that nature. So uh, we also have the program development chart, which is pretty easy to, to walk through and say, okay, our first and second graders, they should have these skills with shooting, these skill, skills with passing, these skills with ball handling. And then it kind of guides you through third and fourth grade, fifth and sixth grade, and how kids are able to improve their skills uh, and what they kind of should be able to do at these different age levels. So I don't know if that answers your question, but for our members that are listening, yes, we have those resources within the website. No, it, it does. I, I couldn't remember specifically, you know, if you're talking about basketball camps or just youth basketball in general. Um, but yeah, it's a great resource for the uh, people that the coaches that have the coaches edge. Um, and another thing, you know, talking about age, stage, um, and also attention span, uh, players need to be engaged. The campers need to be engaged, and you need to steal reps, reps, meaning they need a ton of reps. So how are you going to have enough basketballs for everyone? Uh, if you're running a station, you know, you do not, you don't want to have kids standing in line for a minute or two minutes to take a shot and they go back. Like, you need to somehow organize it um, to the point where you know players are getting a lot of reps of whatever skill whether it's passing whether it's dribbling whether it's shooting so that's something to think about and i think that's successful is you don't want players standing around you don't want them you know that next thing and usually that's going to lead to some issues like that you know kids messing around that you don't want to have to deal with so you want them active you want them engaged would be my next thing and i would include that kind of in stage and age um getting them a lot of reps what do you, what do you got next for us you just you mentioned the numbers real quick, which is a question that I had for you. But you know, when when I go and run a camp, like say I go run a camp for you, um, I'm going to work with however many players you tell me we have to work with, right? But when I host, when I rent my own gym and say, hey, we're offering this basketball camp, I always put a cap on it. And for a lot of those camps, if it's a lot of ball handling, where we might do something where every single kid has the ball in their hand at the same time. They're working on moves and pivots and footwork. Um, but then we're going to the baskets. And so for me, the number six, I don't really like to have more than six kids at a basket. So if we got six hoops, I got 36 kids in the camp for the most part, they're engaged more than they're not. You know, and so you might have, um, a player who is on defense, you might have a variable. So you got two players who might be on offense. And then you got a fourth player who's, you know, saying go or start making a pass or starting the drill. 
So now that's four out of those six kids that are engaged on every single play. So, you know, and then the kids start to rotate. So there's very little time that those other kids are losing with not getting some type of a rep in, staying engaged. If they're not participating, they're clearly watching it and they're off for a quick second, which is not a bad thing because I've, I've also gone on the other side of being like, our kids are never going to, they're never going to wait. They're never going to be sitting down. They're never going to. And all of a sudden I'm looking at the kids and I'm like, oh man, I gassed them in like 20 minutes and we got another hour and 40 to go. And I actually should have let them take a breath. So it's not, it's not like, you know, to, to have a few like, Hey, you know, you're, you're going to be out for, you know, 20 seconds or something like that before you jump back in is actually a positive, right? Because you're not always going to be, I mean, that's not even realistic for a basketball game. Even if you played 32 minutes, free throws, timeouts, out of bounds, halftime, end of quarters, like we're, we're really not, you know, always engaged anyway. So uh, that's not a, that's not a bad thing either, but on the numbers aspect of it, one thing that I was always impressed with you when I went out to your camps was being at a rather small size school and the involvement, the engagement, the overall numbers of kids that you were able to pull to your youth basketball camp. I'm talking about back in Brown city, Michigan, for such a small school, how did you go about getting that type of enrollment for your summer camps and uh, the high level of participation among your coaches as well? Um, you know, first we had great support um, in a great community. So they, you know, it wasn't out of the ordinary for them to attend that camp or be involved in youth basketball. Um, and I would personally go into the classrooms We'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, serving mid-Michigan in the thumb with their big three automotive needs. They have a wide range of products from Chevy, Buick, Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. And they also have a large selection of pre-owned vehicles with one of the largest selections of trucks in the state. They are sure to fit your needs. Standish and Gladwin are truck country. Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, they are all about service. And I can tell you firsthand from purchasing a couple different vehicles from Richardson Automotive, they are all about service. Stop in and see them today. They will get you right. Over to, you know, the elementary is right across the parking lot. So I'd go take my plan hour or my lunch and I would talk to each individual class about youth basketball and I would just kind of give them a spiel and just really hype it up. And other thing we did that helped, it was the week after school got out. So um, parents and you know students are still kind of in that routine. It was right at the school. They didn't have to go anywhere. I made it affordable. I'm not trying to get rich off of it. It was all the money was going to the youth or to the basketball program. And then also I felt like players left with something. Yeah, they left with knowledge. Yeah, they left with improvement. But we had like mounds of old jerseys and T-shirts. And I would just like throw them out so what we do is we give like different um i guess awards every day whether it was um well we just let me rewind first we did a skill every day so like monday is usually ball handling tuesday was usually like a shooting that was kind of like our focus we we worked on ball handling pretty much every day especially at the younger level because i think that's extremely important for you know kindergarten first second third grade because they don't even really have you know proper mechanics or strength to shoot um, but we would do that. So every day there was some sort of like skills competition. 
and then every day we handed out like um what we called like the devil award um or the camper of the day i think we changed the name a couple times but that was just somebody that worked hard that was coachable and we'd give out um you know two or three depending on the size of a camp and i would have the coach like the high schooler present it in their own words so now they're standing in front of the camp and they would you know look for those characteristics of being a good teammate being coachable um just putting in hard work or maybe they were doing something extra like they were cleaning up the basketballs and everyone else was running around crazy uh they were uh, dribbling working on a ball handling drill from the day before while everyone else was just shooting up half court shots and they walk in the gym things like that things that you want in a program and then at the end of the week we'd put all their names in like a hat we'd pull those players those people out and they would get to grab whatever and there was like these old jerseys that had like lightning bolts down the side brown city so anything if you have gear or anything that the, the players might the young youngsters might like to have we'd also order just extra basketball so they could go home with the basketball and then after a while we just put basically everyone's name in a hat that was in the camp so they had a chance to take something home with t-shirts um so that um like i said getting into their classrooms i'm um, talking up the program and just you know making it fun um, from the moment they walked in there trying to make an enjoyable experience that's whole that's kind of the ways I thought that you know helped with our numbers. We'd range from about hundred to hundred and twenty kids from uh what we'd we'd run it from first grade through going into eighth grade. So and there were two different sessions. So that's really impressive. How long, how many days did you go? And then up about how many hours per day were your camps? You we used to go five days and it was like an hour and a half. Then I cut it down to four because I noticed like that Friday people were going out of town or there was like There'd be some, not all the kids, there'd be five or six kids from each session, maybe even more that miss. So now they're missing a day, they're missing like our last day, which is usually like our fun day. Um, and um, so we, I cut it to four and either we'd go the younger session, I've done two hours or an hour and a half. And then the older session was always two hours. Um, so we, we'd do that. And speaking of fun, I just remember one thing, I was talking about that last day. Like we'd have a kid shoot until they made like a free throw or older kid made a three pointer. Then everyone in the camp would get like a popsicle on their way out. Like, and that kid, they would just like bum rush that kid that made like the shot. Like, ah. So we would just have the next kid come up until they made that one that the entire camp got a popsicle. But it's making it fun, coach. Uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you know, we've done different things like that where I don't know why it is. I mean, maybe, maybe kids expect to get stuff, but the things that you're giving out, I feel like aren't ordinary things. So I think that's huge. Like you're, you know, a popsicle, a Jersey with a lightning bolt, like just random stuff that, I mean, those are really good uh, nuggets. I think because kids get excited and there's maybe a little bit of a surprise when they come to camp that day, they don't quite know what's in store. They know coach Troshak has something planned and it's going to be a little bit different than the day before. Yeah, they're going to play some games. They're going to work on their skills. But there's going to be something fun that, yeah, maybe it's tied to basketball still. But that surprise factor, I think, is is really good for all of us. It, it keeps people fresh, right? So um, those, those are a couple of things that, that are huge. Um, from an instruction standpoint, you know, I like to make it really, really simple. Throughout the course of the week, you should be working on shooting passing, ball handling, rebounding, defense. Those are the five main skills of, of basketball generally, right? So from an individual standpoint, are you touching on those things throughout the course of the week? There's certainly uh, uh, the team aspects that we, we want to build in with those things. 
uh, I think for young kids, different activities that may not be as basketball specific, but to build footwork, to build hand-eye coordination, those are really great skills and they're going to benefit kids regardless of their playing, you know, volleyball, softball, football, whatever that, that might be, that's win-win. Um, and so like if you had, my camps are a little bit different coach. Like, as you know, we, usually somebody brings me in, they say, Hey, here's one specific topic we want you to work on for a day or two days, or three days or four days, whatever it is. Um, and then, you know, but occasionally someone say, hey, just run the whole camp, like run skills, variety, everything, do, do your thing. Um, but if I was a high school basketball coach and I was thinking of how I might have kids there and maybe they're even there for a whole day, maybe they're having lunch right there. And so we got them for three or four days. Um, yeah, I got some of this from coach Burton because he was working for the Celtics uh, and run some of the Boston Celtics team camps. But you basically, when you run those long camp days, you, you generally have like your fundamental time. Maybe that's all large group where you demonstrate it. Everybody goes back to their baskets and gets it in, or you do more of a station setup where this station is shooting, this station is ball handling, this station is defense rebounding. And, you know, maybe you do 10 or 15 minutes. And that's a great opportunity to, to give your high school players a little ownership. Maybe you give them a little guide, a pamphlet, you show them some drills, uh, but you give them ownership of, hey, you're, you're going to teach, you know, rebounding, you know, re really show them some things here. So maybe you do that. And maybe that takes up after you get in, you get warmed up, you do some of those things. Maybe you're an hour, hour and a half into camp. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, maybe there's the skill of the day. We're spending extra time on it's Tuesday, Tuesday shooting day. We're spending extra time on shooting. So then everybody is going to do extra shooting drills, extra shot instruction. Maybe you have a former player come in who was a really good shooter and they're talking about shooting and some of the things that they would do to shoot it well. And you do that for maybe a whole nother half hour, or maybe it's the speaking of the skill, like a little guest speaker for 10 minutes. And then it's another 30 minutes of working on that skill of the day. So now you're, you know, 40 minutes in, maybe you got lunch, right? And then you come back in and for the second half of that day, maybe we're doing some individual competition, some one-on-one, some -on -one, right? Some different three-on-three -three type games. You're doing some scrimmaging. And then to finish out the day, what are some of the, you mentioned having fun. So can we do some other games that maybe aren't scrimmaging, but they're competition based. Those could be shooting games. Those could be any types of like some of the relay races. Um, those could be, Hey, we got a little older group. Maybe that's the time where we're going to get up and down. We're going to go full court a little bit, but those are great opportunities for us to sprinkle in a variety of instruction types, right? We got really individualized skill specific, we got the, the theme of the day where we're really getting super detailed into one specific area. We're getting in some of the three-on-three -three or small-sided games. We're getting in uh, that, that other area of, hey, we're going to play. There's probably not as much coaching in this specific one as, hey, we just want you to go out and play, experience the game, try to implement some of the things that we've done throughout the, the day at our camp, try to apply it in these game situations. And a great way to finish out the day I always thought is like just the fun team competitions, the, the shooting games, the th any game where you can put in where everybody kind of has a chance to win because at, at the youth level, 
most schools have a couple kids who are bigger, faster, stronger, or just way better at basketball. And so to be able to uh, try to also, they, they probably dominated everybody in some of the basketball oriented games. Can we make another game that maybe evens the field a little bit so that some of those other teams and players can feel some of that success? Um, we want every player coming in and winning and losing every single day. I think that's a big part of, of running the camp and competing and having fun. I want every single player to have won and lost every single day when they come in. That's great. You know, I've been to a lot of your camps and kind of what you're talking about is you know, the only mistake you'll make is not making one. So don't be afraid to, you know, go out there. And if you, if you lose, you lose, how are you going to respond to that? And that's that quick turnaround because it's camp, you know, now we got the next thing going on. Um, You can't feel sorry for yourself. You got to move on because uh, you lost that competition. So that's one thing. And I always liked how, during your warmups, you implemented like uh, athletic development stuff. I was always a huge fan of that, whether it's, you know, kind of doing the tag with the hands, working on some core strength, or you did a great job of even like implementing defensive shuffles in ball handling when they're facing each other at the cones and they have to shuffle back and forth and they're slapping the floor and those little uh, boys and girls are yelling out defense. Um, that's just a good time to like, I mean, you're working on two things at once you're working on ball handling but you took five seven minutes to implement defense too so ways like you just mentioned be creative um to touch on more than one thing how can you even back to your example of uh, six players at a hoop you know maybe you're like i can't i don't they don't got enough hoops all right so maybe those that player dribbles through and on their way back instead of just jogging stay in the line they got to go do some air squats all right, they got to do some line jumps. Maybe they have a basketball, so they have to dribble through some cones on their way back. So they're not just running back to the line and, you know, messing around in the back of the line. They got to do something else before they get there. Being creative, and I've always been a huge fan of uh, the way you run camps, how they're, they're intense, and you can tell players that from the beginning uh, so they know the expectations. And you, it's like a perfect balance of intensity, uh, but we're also going to have fun. A couple things on that. Um... It, it, it's important that you establish the expectation for your kids at the beginning of camp. Be like, listen, we want you to have fun. We're glad that you guys are here. We're going to get better. You will be a better player at the end of the day than you are right now. You will be a better player at the end of the week than you are right now. And then at the end of camp, you give that message of, okay, you went to camp this week, but where do you go from here? Because this was only three or four days of our youth basketball camp. You still have the whole rest of the summer to continue to improve your game. We've shown you all of these skills that you can work on by yourself or with a friend. Are you going to apply them and continue to improve your game throughout the course of the summer? That's another expectation that, that you can give those kids. And hopefully you've made it enough fun throughout the course of that week that as you establish those expectations and you try to put some of those high standards and try to have them have high standards for themselves, that they can continue to take that with them you know, when you're not around, because that's really how we all become good at anything, right? As you do it, you're willing to put in the time when no one else is willing to put in time, willing to put in the time when it may not be the most convenient time for you to do it, but you do it anyway. You get more reps in, you mentioned that, and that's how you really start to start to get better. Um, so, so those are really vital, I think, as far as establishing an expectation and, you know, think about how do you open and how do you close your camp? I've seen I, I'm always, if, if there's something that I'm 
maybe most critical of myself when I go and, and run a camp is looking back and saying, how did I open and close that day? And I've been to some other camps where coaches have, you know, college coaches seem to be pretty good at this. Like they just, they know how to speak. I've seen some high school coaches do it really well. I've also seen some coaches like really struggle. And I was like, man, we just had like a really great day. And we kind of went out like a fart in the wind or something like that. I mean, like, 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 come on, man, we just had a great day. Like, don't just, you know, fumble and mumble and stuff like that. And then the kids are gone. Like you, you had that, you had them like this beautiful molded clay, like, and you just, you're, you're ready to like put the finishing touches on this awesome day that you had. And you just, you just dropped it on the floor and it smashed all over the place. Like, and, and so spend some time, you know, trying to think about how am I going to spend just that two or three minutes at the end of the camp when we wrap up, how are we going to spend, you know, just that, that quick intro where you have everybody come in, you break down what we're going to do today, because I really think that's a tone setter. It's a tone setter for how the rest of that day is going to go. And when you do it at the end of camp, it's a tone setter for what they can expect that next day when they come back. And most importantly, that last one that you have on the last day of camp, that's a tone setter for how those kids leave that camp feeling about their basketball camp experience, because you've got to have them fired up. You want your kids to, to be like, man, I can't wait until next year. I can't wait until, you know, the fall basketball clinic that coach Troshak is going to put on. I can't wait till the youth basketball program starts in January. Like coach Troshak, when is the next time I can be in the gym with you and playing basketball with my friends and getting better and having fun. And, and you got the chance to really tie a bow on that when you're speaking to your kids at the end of that camp day. And so do not take that lightly. Like, do not take it lightly. You don't have to have like this amazing speech plan, but man, you got the chance to really put a bow on it. Make sure you spend some time thinking about how you want to wrap up your camp. And yeah, you're a hundred percent. Like, you know, I hadn't thought of it like that before. Um, and you have just a golden opportunity to really seize that moment. So don't let it pass away because you could, and you could still have a good day, like you said, and you could go home like, oh, we had a good day, but you have an opportunity to like go above and beyond with what you, how you end that camp. And things I've done was we all, we'd always have like a thought of the day. Um, it might be like bright lights reveal your work in the dark, something like that. So, well, for older kids, young kids have no clue if you told them that, like, what that would mean. Um, but um, I might ask at the end of the day, like, it might be something regarding teammates. And I might say, you know, can somebody raise their hand and tell me an example they saw of a great teammate today? And now they're talking about somebody else. And that person feels good about themselves. They're leaving feeling pumped up. Uh, the coaches mentioned something about, you know, uh, maybe it's work ethic. Maybe it was attitude, uh, grit, whatever we're kind of talking about. That's what I'll introduce the thought of the day at the beginning. Then I will revisit it at the end and look for examples. And also I might even just say, hey, you know, stand up before we sit down. And I conclude, like, you need to go to two people today and tell them something awesome they did. All right. And just kind of that feel good and everyone's walking around coaches we're trying to make sure every player gets uh you know acknowledged for something uh for their hard work their their attitude their effort um but yeah you definitely nailed that you like you have a great day and you have it and you like make the most of it don't just settle for having a great day settle for using that momentum to have more great days in the future coach Trill, that was awesome you did a great job summarizing some of those things um well done. Like 
good job on the podcast. This was this was a good one. Yeah, it's a fun one. I I could talk about uh, youth basketball, you know, all day. It's uh, I think that's where players. I know for me, that's where I fell in love with the game. I remember high school players coaching me in the summer. And then I remember going home in my driveway and working on the same drills that they taught me. And I looked up to them like they were 10 feet tall and you know, they were NBA players um, because I'd see them play on a Friday night and tell your players that are helping you on the camp that they have that same impact. Uh, they don't, they don't know um, the influence they can have on the younger generations um, and how much they look up to them. And, you know, for me, June was just a, it's a fun time to be in the gym, summer basketball camp and just doing something I love. This kind of goes back to the other episode that we had on some of the programming, how you're going through the summer. Maybe it's team camps. You're like, yeah, we've done all this before. I know how good our team is, but your kids don't know necessarily how good you are outside of your area, like play some scrimmage some teams outside of your area. It's very similar to these kids. Maybe you've been coaching for a long time. You've run a ton of basketball camps, but those kids haven't been to a lot of basketball camps. If they're in second grade, maybe this is the first basketball camp they, they've ever been to. You got a chance to really shape how they feel uh, about the game of basketball, how they feel about being being coached, being part of a team, working hard. Like we had uh, uh, youth basketball uh, little skills lessons that, that we run here and we ran them from uh, January to February was our youth basketball league. So we were playing games and having practices. And then we added in some lessons throughout the spring. We work with the young kids. We have a girl who, when she started out, she was crying. She was crying, Coach Tro, on the, the first practice because she was sweating. She didn't know. She didn't know what she, was happening to her to her body. She's like, thought something was going, going wrong. No as, way. And she's sweating. And so not only did she do it, she stayed in the league, had, had a lot of fun. And then we said, hey, our league's finished, but if you want to come back, we're going to work together once a week. We're going to do like these small group lessons, so on and so forth. She signs up, random. Say, hey, this went really well. We're going to run more. Like we're going to add some, some more. We're just going to get together once a week, work on our skills, play some games, have some fun. She signs up again. She is, one, she's improved a ton. But two, we took this girl who wasn't sure that she even wanted to be there. She obviously wasn't used to doing anything physical and exercising because she didn't know what sweat was. Right. And now she's playing basketball every single week. She's loving it. She's sad because this next week is our last one and we're not going to start again until August. Right. And so the, their kids are really bummed. And that's the opportunity that you have as a high school coach with all these young kids is, man, I want to, when we finish, I want them to be almost this combination of excited and disappointed. I wanted to be excited about how much fun they had and how much they can continue to practice and improve and also be disappointed because they were like, man, we had so much fun. I wish we could come back tomorrow. I mean, that, that's, that's the vibe that you want them to, to leave with. Yeah. You sparked a, a fire in her and uh, it's going to continue to burn and it's going to give her something that is positive in her life. And it's going to teach her life lessons and she's going to be learned to be part of something bigger than, you know, herself. And I think that's, that's the importance of, you know, youth basketball and youth sports in general is, you know, being able to transfer those skills later on in life. Um, so kudos, good work, coach. Uh, it's funny that she's never, she didn't know what her body was doing sweating. I don't know. I sweat too much. Maybe I was just, <laughs> I already knew what that was when I was that age. Like, I just, 
butt all the time. So I don't know. He'd be freaking out if it was me. Coach Tro wakes up. He's got to change the sheets, right? Just sweat, sweating all the time. Change, change your shirt. I like. I, I sweat, sweat quite a bit myself. So I know exactly what you're, exactly what you're talking about. Um, that was a lot of fun, coaches. Thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate you being a part of the Coaches Edge podcast. Your support, uh, positive rating and review goes a really long way. If you have questions about summer basketball camps. I mean, we really just scratched the surface of a ton of different areas of putting a camp together from the support to some of the topics and skills and things of that nature. Cause, cause a lot goes into a youth basketball camp, even if it's just, you know, three, four or five days. Uh, so we know that it is a lot of work, but hopefully after listening to this episode, you're reminded of how important it is and the positive impact you can make in, in your community with the youth. And at the very least, you're offering something positive to the community in the summertime at a time when, you know, if the kids weren't coming to your camp, what are they going to do that week? Maybe nothing, right? Maybe get into trouble. Maybe, you know, who knows? You're, you're Just the chance to offer positive things in the community is another aspect of what you're doing on top of, yes, building your program. You want to be successful. Uh, so it's win-win for, for everybody. Coach Tro, you're a master at this, right? Again, I've, I've been to your your Brown city basketball camp when you were running it, as, as we talked for, you had tons of kids, kids who had great attitudes. They were fired up. Uh, the other thing, as you mentioned with establishing expectations, your kids always left. I felt like your kids left the gym with respect and you, they left it in the sense like better than they found it. Right. you when, when your kids left your basketball camp, there wasn't like a bunch of trash and water bottles everywhere. There wasn't a hundred basketballs sitting out. The basketballs were put away. And that goes back into to coaching and, and mentoring is you're teaching your kids how to take care of things, right? If you get something, you got to take care of it. If you get something, you got to leave it better than, than when you came in. You want to touch on some of that aspect as we finish this out? Um, I think it goes back to that, which gets praised, gets repeated. And when you point out that, you know, Johnny or Emily picked up uh, somebody else's basketball, wasn't even her, her responsibility, and you praise them for that, and maybe they get the Gatorade that day, um, um, or you see somebody that's staying after, and you, you talk to their parent, and you go, hey, you know what, you're raising a great, a great child, because they picked up um, when everyone else was walking out, and then it's contagious, and then by the end of the week, it's done, like, everyone's picking up uh you know and then that culture just builds just like with anything you know what you emphasize is gonna um, be in the forefront and you know that what gets praised gets repeated and just being able to teach you know young kids life lessons and i feel like they're just so they absorb so much and they they don't you know they're not jaded at young age so we're talking you know second third fourth graders uh you can really make a positive influence on them that's going to last a long time 100%. Well, keep up the keep up the great work with everything that you're doing, Coach. Again, coaches, appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. And as always, get after it today.